most of the human race killed off because it is unworthy. It is unworthy of the gift of life. I don't care what society thinks. They're nothing anyway. They're no better than me. Until we have a safe word, we will not stop. Have you ever thought what it would be like to see a person's head amputated? Think of things so horrible that the human mind cannot imagine them. See all this and more when you see on stage, in person, that crazy mixed up. I like being set apart from people. I like to be hated. Safe Word with Jason Rouse. If you grab a fistful of this and put it in a Ziploc bag, you can sell it as weed to the locals. <laughs> hey everybody, uh, welcome to another episode of uh, Roust About. Uh, the, on the show today, uh, Aaron Berg. Hi. Hey Aaron, how are you? I'm great. This is, uh, this is lovely, man. I have to tell you though, uh, every time oh, this I've done thing. this, I've almost gotten a fist fight. Of, every time I get this stick out, yeah. what I'm asking you is, look, if you see a gun, yeah. just run. I, I, I don't want to explain that. Okay. All right. Uh, if there's a knife, if you see that I might get the guy on the ground, please just boot him once in the face before okay. you call the cops. I will. I'm going to need a beat. Right, look at this. I'm going to need a beat. It's an old slave plantation. It, it is. divided it into timeshare. <laughs> but the thing about that, that's only been built in the last 20 years. Yeah. They're trying to get back in the game again. <laughs> This is Texas. Look at all these turtles, Jay. Yeah, I know. You could, uh, the, I'm starting to feel my Canadianism slide in now. Um, Aaron, mm-hmm. when did I meet you? 2003? One, 2001. Was it one? Yeah. Has it been that long? It's been uh, 21 years. And you haven't aged at all. You I look, know, it's you look disgusting. Wonderful. <laughs> Your, and your lifestyle is seems yeah. like horrific. And like, I worked out like five days a week. I was eating healthy, and then I was like, my heart. So weird. yeah, but you had that period of your life where you were doing, you were tripling down on your body. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You still, do you see? Now look, I'm not a doctor, but <clears throat> I always see these shows where the guys have been doing. You know, I was so-and-so, I worked out a lot as a teenager. My knees are blown out from squats. For sure. Um, It takes its toll. Who's that bodybuilder that's had like seven heart attacks? Everyone. No, (laughs) (laughs) no, 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 no. the big guy. Not Ronnie Coleman. No, white guy. Dorian Yates. Uh, I don't know. Uh, Boomer was telling me, he goes, he showed me the video of the guy. He goes, look at the size of this guy. First of all, he was at a bodybuilders convention and bodybuilders were coming up to this guy. They, he was all steroids. Yeah. But he goes, he goes, yeah, you don't want that. That guy's had six heart attacks. Yeah. He goes, you can do all that, but your heart, uh, and I come from a family of uh, heart, heart disease. disease. Yeah, me too, apparently. Really? I didn't know until I went into the uh, ER. Did you? Did you even took a, your grandparents' health records? I, they and did. Stuff? I always just thought I was healthy. It was stress, I think, that put me in. Yeah. And then, uh, and I didn't know. I just felt itchy. And then we checked my blood pressure, and it was 200 over 140. They sent an ambulance, and then now I'm on meds, and I feel better. 
but it's not good. You you come see you got no extra weight on you. I I still need to drop twenty five pounds. I was gonna say that when you came over. I know. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but you know it's all uh, that that wet sweater around your waist. Yeah, that's it's exactly not like it. you're you're not like it's not because everyone's like, oh, your arms look great, you're healthy, and you're like, <laughs> I know. Face. It is a. Um, uh, that is the first thing to go, especially if you think about it. The guys that um, are in their 20s with mm -hmm. beer guts, uh, who never exercised, and also are taking in the calories of yeah. a triathlon runner, the and then beaten off in bed. That's why all these young comics are uh, suffering from malnutrition and yeah. scoliosis. The guy we saw last night, your friend, it affected his brain. The way he talks. <laughs> Your friend. I always get blamed. Yeah. Hey, how come it, when there's somebody fucking up at the party, it's Rouse's pal? I don't know. Remember you had a friend that I've Adam McFawn said something bad to and he punched him in the face and you go, what do you expect? He's got a tattoo on his face. Oh, that's right. That yeah. guy died, by the way. Why? The guy, well, I'm not going right. to name names, but uh, he, um, not Adam's brother. Because that's who, Adam McFawn's brother's the guy. He's the one who slapped my friend, or oh he's boy. the one. Okay, let me explain. Yeah, you would run in some circles with some people that My were... friends were face slappers. Yeah. <laughs> and a face slap, if you don't know, that's the ultimate. That's like, that's I a... could break your nose, totally. but I'm just going to treat you like a bitch. Totally. I've been slapped in the face before by yeah. a guy from Hamilton. No way. And it just made me so much anger. And he was a good fighter. He was really out of shape, but I kept teasing him. And he just oh. got so upset, he slapped me in the face. Yeah. And then I knew I got bitched out, but I tried to turn it on him, and I was like, Jeez. you're a bitch for slapping me. You slapped like a bitch. And I was like, oh, I, no. I lost How that. old were you? This is yesterday. He's <laughs> <laughs> trying to get out of the airport yeah. in Toronto. Some guy in a Tiger Cats jersey. I was in England, the tour that I saw you. I went over with Tony Lee, and I was there, and this guy's That's name right. was Gene Goodrow. And he was oh, from yeah. Hamilton, and he wanted to learn how to be an X-rated hypnotist, like Tony Lee. Oh, so the yeah, whole yeah, trip, yeah. we're just making fun of him. We're throwing oh, his no. shoes out of the car. And On a just, hypnotist tour. Yeah, and then he had enough, he, like that. And I go, what the fuck? And that, I'll tell you, that puts you in your place real quick. You got to put up or shut up. Well, you were, in, you were in your 30s then. Yeah. And you were getting smacked in the face in your I 30s. Right. Dude, I got in a physical altercation a month ago. I'm running a little, mo I'm moving a little quicker than I should, so oh, I'm going to okay, slow it down a bit. Uh, <laughs> you know what? I run this thing in the morning for an hour. Oh, do you? I run all the way past the university. I should start. And running. all the way down. Yeah, you don't have bad Away joints, from do my you? wife. No. I don't have bad joints. Oh, before I forget, I got some cream for your wife, as gross as that sounds. Really? What is it? Uh, this fucking... I got a little work. bit oh, left. Oh, CBD for her knee? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. She's got knee problems. I got her arthroscopic surgery for four grand. And they're what like, is that? And as soon as they finished it, she's got a knee problem. Someone, I don't know, she had knee problems when she was younger. So the guy goes, yeah, okay, we'll do this. And after I paid, he's like, so it may last a year or maybe a couple months <laughs> right after I paid. That's the American healthcare system. There's like no it. guarantee, right? My ER, they sent me a bill for 20 grand. I know. I think I saw you post something yeah. about that. I knew, and this it got girl. taken care of. I I went on social media. I called raise out the, money? the no. I wouldn't raise the money. I'm not a hillbilly. 
I got uh, the the company that's like our insurance. They're not even real insurance. They're like a Black Baptist healthcare thing where they're like, "We got you covered, not you." That's what we used to say. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then I was like, "Why are they doing?" And then the CEO reached out because of the social media, and she's like, "Oh, let me take care of everything." No here. way. Take care of it. Yeah. I don't like those GoFundMe's. You like those GoFundMe's? Hey, it worked for Jared. What he, did he do? Well, he <clears throat> I'd seen him doing the park shows in Toronto during yeah. COVID. And I could see by the mechanics of what he was doing, how it would apply to a show like Kill Tony. Mm-hmm. Some, he thrives in the structure of a board game. The okay. kid's all snakes and ladders. Yeah. Right? But where are you going to find... A, a, Is that a, how his brain got injured? A ladder fall? A ladder <laughs> fall. It was actually a kayaking competition. Yeah. Got a flight of stairs. <laughs> Jackass was really popular. So you saw him at the park shows in Toronto. And what did you say? Smashing it. And then I, I, I started to think about, well, what I just left in Los Angeles was that Brian and Tony had been doing shows at the store that were filling up 500, mm-hmm. you know, on a, on a Tuesday. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's when everyone started to recognize, oh, every night at the store is Saturday night. Right. And for that trans, that energy being transplanted to a place like Austin, which is kind of a neutral ground between L.A. and New York. Mm-hmm. Uh, L.A. doesn't give a fuck about Texas. New York doesn't give a fuck about Texas. Yeah. And Texas is Texas. Yeah. Uh, so his... He, first of all, dude, I'm, I go, look, everybody. I was telling all the other... Con- I go, he's the only one that had applause breaks today. Mm-hmm. What do you guys... You know what I mean? Like, don't be flippant of somebody who's bringing the goods. It, it comes in all different vehicles. Yeah. There's no, there's no framework for yeah, any he, of us. Yeah, he's just in a meat vessel. He's still totally contrary to what Christians would say. He still has a soul. He's part of this universe. I was gonna say abomination, but yeah, you're a little more. But that's put. that's a really good point. When you're around people like Duncan and stuff, you become more aware of this stuff. But you're like, oh yeah, we all are kind of part of the same thing what a and, peach and he, duncan is he's a peach the guy in a in the wolf den give me one sec real quick <laughs> <laughs> i'm good Let's go. is your knee bothering you <laughs> it works better with horse shit i have to be honest <laughs> with you there's nothing about uh i know there's a series of memes and stuff about this but yeah. guys can't walk past shit without pretending they took it yeah <laughs> i got yelled at by my ex-girlfriend's mother for doing something similar to that what'd you do well they were um first of all they were doctors mm-hmm. and they owned a hospital in in sweden i wouldn't say conservative but they really were not up for my goofy canadian uh mm-hmm. disposition and we were on a long hike uh through this uh countryside and uh there was a farm nearby and had these cows that were kind of free range to a certain degree. So there was fresh piles of, of cow shit. Yeah. And I mean like healthy patty. These are Swedish cows. They're eating good. They're not abused sexually yeah. or any of that stuff. Yeah. So these are like healthy and I'm... They have access to abortions. They have access to abortions. Yeah. <laughs> so I uh, am walking behind the mother and I say oh chocolate and I lean over and rip one of the horse shits off the ground yeah <laughs> and she's like no 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 and I'm like oh 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 like I didn't know yeah 
uh, <laughs> chocolate. Yeah, cho- she's like, no, no. She completely thought I was an idiot. Yeah. It was quite funny to watch somebody turn on their medical, like, safety first hat. Don't yeah. eat horse shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You'll get a tummy ache. Not proven. I don't, hey, first of all, uh, I guess magic mushrooms grow on cow shit, right? I suppose. I don't do drugs anymore. I just don't have the time to take that time away from life. You know, when you have a kid... Let me boil it down to this. If you're high and your kid dies, you're fucked. Yeah. You're pretty sad. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) My father-in-law almost died. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) My father-in-law almost died. I had some weed. I gave it to him on the golf course. It was 98 degrees out. He's getting bit by horse flies all day. He's bleeding. <laughs> he smokes this weed. He's like, man, it's hot. I'm like, we got three holes left, Bob. Let's go. And we drive down this hill. And I look over. His eyes are rolled back in his head. How old is he? Just like, he's like in his 80s. 78. And, uh, and he, but he was smoking weed normally. And I didn't oh. know this was going to kill him. And so then I'm like, Bob? Bob? Bob and he's not moving. I'm slapping his face. He's not coming to. I started crying. And I'm like, Bob. And I go to call my wife. I'm like, Oh no, that's a mistake. So I just start slapping more and more. And I call 911. He's still out. Slap it. Throw water in his face. More stuff. Bob, wake up! Like that. And he finally, huh? What? Huh? Passed out. He was he was gone for three minutes. Like I think he was dead. And then they showed up. And I go, Bob, don't tell him about the weed. Well, your wife and, told me. And he goes, don't tell, don't tell anyone what happened. But then I had to, so I go, Bob kind of passed out a little. And then he fucking, then he snitched me out. He's like, we smoked some weed. So I go from being a hero that saved his life to this drug dealing tool that almost killed him. At a high school, yeah. taking out the elderly. Yeah. Uh, your wife was telling me that she, last time she took an edible, she had to get out of her Uber three times mm-hmm. to check the license plate. She just hates the smell of Indian people. <laughs> <laughs> Pull over. <laughs> <laughs> Checking the plate. <laughs> God, what did you eat? Why do you keep listening to Russell Peters in this car? <laughs> That's never the case, though. What? You never hear, like, uh, East Indian cab driver. No. Uh, listening to uh, North American comic. It's usually some sort of religious thing. Get a pilot's license. I, um... You know... The pedophiles. When there's a Quran sitting on the passenger yeah. seat, I'm always hesitant to start singing along. Mm-hmm. You know I got turned down by the fucking... Scientology? Why? I don't know. Maybe it was my attitude or what I was wearing that day. But um, Where'd you go? In LA? Well, I didn't. I was walking down the street and there was a guy that stands out front of the Hollywood Boulevard one, right near Hollywood Highland there. One of the big ones. I think second biggest one. Which looks like Darth Vader's castle. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> he, uh... The guy pulled it. He was handing flyers out soliciting... <laughs> Yeah, she thinks she, you're taking your dying brother out for a walk. <laughs> <laughs> I look like Tom Hanks in Philadelphia. Yeah. And you look like... I know you get the, the Marlboro Man meets Van Diesel. <laughs> yeah. So you're at Hollywood and Highland. Oh. <clears throat> and um, he's, 
he's good. This guy's good. There's a, a woman and a, and a man. He's got this perfect white hair suited thing. You know how they do it. Yeah. They kind of, what fucks with me too is they kind of wear the Mormon uniform to a certain degree. Right. And, uh, which any uh, cult horseshit. I'm going to run screaming as hard as I can at these kids. Okay. Both of us. Hold hands. How far do we go? All the way around? We got to walk for four more days. You're nuts. <laughs> it's the 4th of July. We should just be home. Is it 38? 38's in our mouth. Yeah. It's 4th of July. You're coming over. I'm like going barbecue. back to Canada at the end of the month. Why? Uh, end of August. I got some Yucks gigs in September. That'll be fun. And Toronto? Then, uh, I'm taking a couple of Canadians to uh, Denmark to do some shows in Copenhagen. That's fun. Who? Sam Walker and Brett Forte and uh, Brendan, a.k.a. Uncle Hack. Brendan? To do a um, few weeks in Copenhagen and Boy, that's fun. Sweden in November. You still like going there? I love it. I love it. I really enjoy, um, now look at Sweden to Denmark, very different things. Yeah. You know, it's like uh, New Jersey to Florida as yeah. far as attitude. Um, but I enjoy Finland, I enjoy Iceland, I enjoy Denmark, I enjoy Sweden, Norway. Um, clearly, some places are more, I'm in, the places I don't sell the most tickets or do that well in front of like yeah. places like the capitals of like Norway like Oslo and Stockholm for whatever reason they're a little more kind of like we're the nice whites yeah and they're not having this fucking shithead from Hamilton I got uh, yelled at well Yoshi got yelled Yoshi came and opened for me yeah in Oslo and an old man stood up and I mean a big old man mm -hmm. thick Norwegian guy like a Viking wife. Huh? Like a Viking. Yeah, but this guy was great hair too. Yeah. We could talk about this. This guy had beautiful white hair. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have hair dreams still? Do I what? Have hair dreams? I have uh, dreams no. where I have a full head of hair and I'm and they're lucid and I'm like, wait, am I dreaming? And you're like, Yeah, but you really have hair, even though it's a dream. And I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, run with this. Stay in. And then I wake up and I'm like, ah, <laughs> ah. <laughs> or this. Yeah. That's different. Yeah. So he had this head, beautiful head of white hair. Yoshi's on stage. Yeah, and he yelled to the stage. And when Yoshi asked what he said, they explained in English that he didn't come here to be insulted in front of his wife. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. And stormed out with his wife. This is a couple have been sitting in the front row. They just got hammered by me. Yeah. And Yoshi's going up, and he asks a question, and it sets him right off. Yeah. They weren't having it. From a, a six foot three back. Korean guy. Yeah. In Oslo, talking about his grandmother's pussy for ten minutes. Yeah. <laughs> it was amazing. It's so fun that some people think it's bad when they get insulted, and then other people just absolutely love it. Yeah, it's different, right? There's some, uh, I think, it, and then it, I, it, that will roll down to, I think, people that just generally get triggered by things mm -hmm. in their everyday life. You know, the old saying, uh, you know, can you take, can't take a joke. Yeah. 
it's really a, a baseline for life. There's either a thumbs up or a thumbs down with the funnies, right? So, like Patrice used to say, and people like, you should never be, words should never hurt you. No. Like, especially as you're a comic. But, like, you get triggered. There's a, a dual thing where it's like, there's freedom of speech, but there's repercussions to the freedom of speech, right? So you can say whatever you want, but there's going to be fallout from the things that you say. Yeah, you can't claim diplomatic immunity yeah. from a smoke bomb. Yeah. Yeah, and you've kind of, look, you're somebody who's, uh, you know, you run with some pretty volatile, uh, you know, New York comedy. Yeah. Is it different? It's like, fuck you and your feelings. Yeah. And then, but what it is, is I'm trying to engage with you. Yeah, it still has to be funny because there's so many people that make good, dirty comics look bad. With a, sure, yeah. I could just say the N-word, of course, look. And then it's uh, not know. funny. And you're just like, oh, you're ruining That's it That's been for an the epidemic over the last 10 years. Yeah. Is people leaning off, and the worst is people say, oh, I do what you do. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm yeah, just we do like, the same thing. Yeah, no. <laughs> no, no, not not even no. And I think that's their way of like using somebody that's had successes in yeah. a, a genre, a, 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 a flavor of comedy. Yeah, because what we do is a genre. It's a, yeah. You said it once when you were like by Dylan Mendelson, the tall know, chick. Yeah. That tall woman that transitioned before it was popular. <laughs> no could, makeup either. Could you take my ears and make them tits? It's going to look real weird. <laughs> I don't care. They're big. And you said there's no us without him. So there has to be the reflection of like that clean to have that dirty. You know, yeah. there has to be a Jim Gaffigan or there's no Nick DiPaolo, you know? Yeah, what does your diet look like now? Not good enough. But at least you fucking, just from your previous career, you actually can sit down and I know how to do and, it. Yeah, exactly. I know how to do it. It's just meal prep. It's meal prep. Yeah. That's everything. That's if everything. you could just go on fish and vegetables for six weeks, all your problems are solved. Are you serious? Yes. Like, when I had cholesterol problems before, a few years ago, they're like, we put you on meds. I tried the meds. I was dizzy. And I go, fuck this, I'm just going back to my bodybuilder diet. Sure, six weeks, yeah, numbers are great. So yeah, it's so hard. That, and then, like, when you're on the road, it's hard. And then yeah, yeah. when you got a kid, you have to just fucking go, okay, Sunday, I'm making seven days worth of meals. And take three hours and get all your food. And then you're good. But I can, too. What you brought up was that, look, you know, you're home, say you're home for a month and a half. Mm -hmm. You're sticking to the schedule. Mm -hmm. You're doing it all. And then you go on the road and, they, oh, the restaurant's all closed down here at four. Mm -hmm. Can you, do you want a falafel? Yeah. Or dog shit? Yeah. Because you got to go gotta eat. vegetarian because you don't know what cat meat is flying around in here and how yeah. many buns and fucking pasta. It's very difficult to stay healthy so far in traveling. I was sick, man. I, I did, I think, like 12 countries in a month. That's not or sorry, in a, in a year. I hated it when I first moved to L.A. so much. I booked a... As anybody who would take me around the world. And yeah. I was... Uh, my body was a mess yeah. from planes, trains, and Travel's hard on you, too. Ron Bennington said that. I called in after... 
my scare and and I go yeah I'm, I'm good I'm going to Minnesota this week he's like you shouldn't be traveling I'm like why you sit in a plane you land you go to a hotel he's like but it, there's a lot of toll on your body when you travel the anxiety yeah I get so much yeah. why why is there I don't understand I talked to my therapist she's like well you're not in the moment like I get anxious a week before a flight and I don't know what for and you know I'll, is it the Gestapo element of an airport check I think it is because once I got pulled over leaving Canada and they're like have you ever been arrested and I go yeah and they took me into the room and they weren't even allowed to ask that you're not allowed to ask if you've been arrested you're allowed yeah. to ask have you been convicted and so I was arrested as a young offender remember that in Canada they had the young offenders act you were trying to be an honest Canadian and yeah. they fucking ass hammered you and now you every day you wake up and if I had those two guys in a room yeah. I would pummel them for being bullies yeah because that's exactly what they did. Yeah, and you don't know. You're a kid. You don't know how to fucking say, uh, no, you can't no. do that. I know my rights. You don't know your You've rights. You've got 200 horror stories going through your head because now you're locked in a room with people that are can manipulate and change your life forever. Yeah, that's forever. it. Forever. That's why you do comedy, because you respect freedom. Yeah. And you respect the, 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 the chance to say what you want. And uh, you should have made a farting noise and just peeled right through the board. <laughs> they remember Kathleen McGee? She got nailed and she can never come back. Yeah, because she was promoting herself on the internet in yeah. the U.S. And she was also fat then, too. So they're <laughs> like, no, 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 we got enough of you. Go back to Alberta, cow. She's thinner now. She lost a lot of weight. She's, uh, it's amazing to see how people change. Like Kathleen, like... Filthy comic, you know, full-on <clears throat> freedom of speech person. But sometimes I'll see her lean into stuff, like, really politically, and you're kind of shocked by it. And you're like, oh, okay, that, that seems weird. That yeah, line between liberal and conservative has changed so much. Because we're liberals, right? Like, I don't think I... By I'm... definition... Yeah, but don't define me. This is part we, of the problem. Yeah. This is a snake eating its tail. Okay. And I respect it. Look, you're clearly leaning in my favor of, yeah. of my ideology. But uh, I, 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 I don't affiliate myself with any gangs. Mm-hmm. That's good. And whether it be uh, a politician. Oh, chocolate. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Tasty. There's fiber in it. <laughs> that poo tastes funny. <laughs> These people, I see, I'm, I'm like locked it up because once I start screaming, <laughs> yeah. I already have people uh, do this when they see me, or they'll turn around, they'll be like, <gasps> "Why?" All the time, some old man yelled at Jared in my building because he was trying to get in without a fob. Yeah, and. Um, I came down to let him in. He looked at me and then walked away, and I let Jared in. And then I followed him into the mail room to yeah. grab my mail. And when the guy turned around, he shit his fucking pants. I think he saw me let Jared in and say something, and then thought I was going to pummel him for being an asshole to him. Oh, okay. It's a it's a gift. Yeah. And I had a dead cat wrapped around my neck too. So. Excuse me, sir. <laughs> I tongue it like this. <laughs> yeah, I was put into. Everybody thought I was an alt right comedian for years because, like, 
where I was working. Well, when you had the Rebel Flag headband. Yeah. <laughs> when, I, when I got a Ford F-150 and there was a rack on the back and I wrote Muzzy Rack on it. Is it not exhausting? Now, look, to go back to what you were talking about before is, you know, you doing comedy in New York, you guys are, look, you're no slouches. You, you guys are on everything yeah you have to be because you know that the guy in the same city's already written 10 jokes about yeah. it and if you ain't moving it and shaking it there's re you're not really doing anything in new york that's exactly it it's and always got to be new it's always got to be different yeah no set lists you know i mean i i gave up set lists fucking years and years ago at least 10 12 years ago yeah I have, a, you know, if I'm doing something tape, I'll write all my stand-up into a screenplay format yeah. and to give myself my beat measurements yeah. because I get the wheels squealing and all I'm doing is donuts. Yeah. Uh, it it you write burns stage out. Directions cross left. Show rear end to audience. <laughs> there, when I wrote out my comedy now, because I was so worried that they weren't going to air it. Yeah. I fought tooth and nail to get it and. Um, I was not a favorite for it. That was that was. It took forever, but I kept hammering it so hard in Toronto. Yeah. They, they had to open the door, and um, I uh, I'd been in Humber at that time and I'd taken uh, screenwriting mm -hmm. with um, Lauren Furlman, mm -hmm. uh, one of my favorite teachers. I bombed horribly in his class. He literally had the same talk to a lot of employers and teachers have had with me. He goes, "Look, we really like you, but we can't have you here." Yeah. <laughs> so. I had meticulously written out all my stand-up into a 60-page script and gave it to um, Mil uh, Millen, yeah. Terry Sharples. Yeah. yeah. And I said, "Listen, here's this is it. So, I, um, you, you, this is everything I'm going to do in the order I'm going to do it. This is literally probably about 99% of how it's going to go down. If there's anything in here that's a discrepancy." Now would be the time to raise your hand. Yeah. I have no problem. I don't want to ruffle feathers. I don't want to get waste anybody's time here. And this is important to me. Here's my Bible. Yeah. Wow. I do the first taping. Mark Breslin comes in and goes, they want to talk to you. And I yeah. go, who? And he goes, all of them. Yeah. I go into the, uh, <laughs> the uh, uh, Masonic Temple there. Yeah. Where they taped them. And... Um, there's literally 12 people all sitting on this long couch mm -hmm. and they want to talk to me about what I just performed mm -hmm. and they have a problem with one of my jokes I thought they were going to bury my uh, pull out a cigar like my dad's yeah. joke because it was just so pungent and yeah. pop there was no adjustments it was either in or out and I knew that Look, it's Canadian television. I just told everyone I sucked my dad's dick. Yeah. It's not going to be really at the front of the line as far as keepers. Yeah. They tell me. First of all, I think what they were trying to do is put their finger in my fucking sandwich. Yeah. Because what they came back to me with was the joke about my pants being ripped, or my shorts and ball yeah. and meat hanging out like gum. Yeah. Uh, it's a hubba balba yeah. is the joke <laughs> I think right uh, that was it and I said look that was that was something I constructed week one in this and I'd be happy to, to exile this bit yeah. uh, and is that it but you should have seen the, the look of like they couldn't 
frame it and put it on the wall because there was a huge Hamilton brown shit stain right yeah. through that Picasso. And uh, in turn, I got a standing O and a, a Gemini Award, and that's when Mark told me to. This is the end of the line, kid. <laughs> Why? No, no, not like that. In the sense that, uh, you know, if I had won an Emmy Award yeah. in the U.S., yeah. like, I'd be a millionaire. Yeah. Like, I, there you are. You're back in Barrie the next weekend. That was the thing. I remember yeah. driving to Peterborough for the third time to yeah. fight Sebastian Bach. Yeah. And thinking, you know, I had people come out. Like, a bear, oh, speaking of Barrie... Some lady, heckler, kicked his cops in the balls and dropped an N-bomb on him in Barry. Wow. Uh, at the end of my show. Nip. <laughs> <laughs> it was wild. It was an old bus station that they converted into a con. Yeah. It had like a 55-foot high ceilings. That, that guy had superhero hands, remember? Bob. Yeah. And uh, real bad. What was psoriasis. it? Psoriasis. Psoriasis, yeah. Yeah. I'd never seen it that advanced. No, yeah, bad psoriasis. Nice guy. Super sweetheart. I remember at BJ Woodbury opening for me. This is back when I would drink, so I think I polished a bottle or two of red wine at the club, and I go, all right, let's go. And I remember BJ Woodbury being scared to get in the car with me, and I'm like, how the tide has changed. I know. He was used to drive around this little red convertible. Yeah. And I used to mean small car. It looked like a, a, a child's go-kart. Remember those, all those guys we were, were afraid of becoming? Yeah. Because they were just like these well, kind of characters. And you know, they, and they would do well. Hey, BJ would, Mark told me, you know, because the people would come out, you know, BJ's loose cannon and what have yeah. you, but, uh, he goes, Mark, and say, look, who else am I going to have play the rough and tumble rooms yeah. and kill? Yeah. And I seen, look, I see BJ absolutely destroy. Yeah. Even Scott Harris, who I, I, I oh, found yeah. on social media, he's like doing cruise ships or something. Yeah. He would annihilate. Mm -hmm. But again, look, I, look, if you want to have any success in Canadian show business, leave it. Mm -hmm. I, well, I remember you were going back to Fourth New York auditioning and stuff. Yeah. And you're like, I'm out of here. Yeah. Like New York's 22-hour drive that way. Yeah. And uh, there's, you know, I'm dealing with political climates that are all suffocated. Yeah. I can't imagine. I used to think like when shit went real bad, if I'm like, I gotta go back. Is this where we meet the victim? <laughs> you know what? What? We're gonna. Uh, how do we get back? I feel like we're so far. <laughs> okay. Let's go back. I was expecting your, your place to pop up, and I'm like, I don't feel like we've done the circle at all. I was, uh, um, I got caught up in the conversation and we missed the bridge. Oh. <laughs> what time is it? 11.20. Oh. Okay, we're good. Nice. How do you feel about yourself? Pretty good. It's a half hour walk back now. Did you get a knee or an ankle thing going? No, that's just how I walk. A bit of a swing to it? <laughs> a little bit of giddy up. Jared has one leg Hitch longer than the other too. Does he really? Yeah. That's I was joking about it. I said, what happens when you get a grocery cart 
Should we take scooters back? I've never been on one of those in my life. Huh? We could just run as hard as we can. Oh, I'm done. Really? Is it that like that? I don't want to run. Are you kidding me? Well, you walk. No, I mean like, like horseback riding. You walking two days ago? How often are you in Manhattan? Uh, five nights a week, but I drive now. Uh, not during rush hour. I drive whenever I have to. Sometimes it takes an hour and a half to get in. Sometimes it takes 35 minutes. Okay. You got a house with a garage on it? Got a big old house, big garage, third of an acre, about 4,000 square feet. Nice big deck, nice front deck, golf course a minute away, go bass fishing. Yeah, there's Great no life. way you're going to raise your kid in New York. No. I don't know. I guess. I don't know. I don't know what it's, kind of child I mean, people you get. do. But yeah. A kid that's never seen grass in his life. Yeah, I know. It's a concrete jungle. Completely. That's what I like about this place is it's very, very green all the time. I haven't had any hole. I was trying to get some last night for my wife, but then we got home and the kids were awake. <laughs> Said every man with a family yeah. every day. You don't fuck as much. No? No. Maybe once well, a Well, you've been month. married, what, like seven years? It'll be six years. In six years? It's not easy. But your wife we is also a comic? Yeah. We went on a reality show on Showtime called Couples Therapy. Oh no, that'd be pretty funny. She's, she's got some bite to her too. She's like, yeah, it was so. We almost we did twenty episodes, and on the twentieth we almost got divorced. I was like, well, this would be great TV. <laughs> if I'm like, it's over now, and they never they never aired us yet. Thank God, because they were like we had to go were you more being, diverse. Uh, Combative for the camera. No, I was, I was trying to win with the therapist. It's like, yeah, poor me. Uh, um, was she hot? Huh? Was the therapist hot? Well, but it was. Cause that'd be cool if you fuck. Fuck the therapist. Yeah. Like leave, leave your wife for the therapist. Yeah. But people love the show now, and we're still like in the bumpers for it. Uh huh. And I'm like, ugh, it was so bad. I cry on it a lot. No. Yeah. Why? Because it's awesome to cry. <laughs> love crying. I cry all the time. <laughs> I don't cry. Oh yeah, in the shower, but yeah. I don't want it with the seat. Cry a lot. What's it mostly? What's it? now? I'm I'm associating crying with pain. Sure, a lot of pain. Is that why there was resentment in our relationship? You know, because she was pregnant or she was home with the kid, and I was out doing spots. And yeah, she wanted to be doing spots, and yeah. I was making a living and supporting us. And it's not easy. You know, it's a little competitive I think at times and you can't do that in this business you can't focus on you can try and find a road map to what the successful people have done but you really got to find your own way and that's the problem with Los Angeles yeah is no one's looking for their way yeah they're looking for somebody else's way yeah it doesn't work I remember and New York is fuck off I'm working on it yeah eyes on your own paper yeah that's what we say yeah. Just work on your own shit. And like, sure, everyone wants to pop on The Tonight Show. Everybody wants an hour spent. Like, but you got to find your own way. Once you find your own audience... Who, no one's popping on late night talk no, shows. No, no one anymore. pops on them. No. 
podcast. You're, I actually think it would be a, almost frowned upon. But it's a nice feather in your cap, you know, especially if you was like like the Winnipeg Comedy drummer. Festival. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I remember that. I never. The person that used to run that's a woman now. I heard there was some sort of changeover. Look how happy you are. You love losing dudes. <laughs> To the cause. Less competition. I can see. Yeah, it's like good. I yeah, look, that's why there's no look. You're not angry. No, I'm not angry. You're I'm happy. Not, I'm not phobic. I'm not afraid to go to her house and shoot her. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> call me phobic. I'll chase her down a dark alley and beat her. You're you actually, come. I would think, an ally. I'm an ally to, to the trans community. I would say the gay community. The trans. Yeah. I don't understand. I don't. I don't get it. But I don't. I want to talk your job to, to get it. I want to talk to one. And just me, like, live in New York, you probably held hands with one in the elevator. Oh my God! I just don't. <laughs> I don't get it. I get the gay thing. I, you know, I worked as a stripper on Sunday yeah, nights. Yeah, but you're, for you're a black night. and white kind of individual. Am I really? Yeah, they're dealing with rainbows. Yeah, it's a oh, it's a spectrum. Yeah, it's either for you, it's like black, white, gay. Straight. straight right that's because you were born in what 82 72 72 year old yeah I'm gonna be 50 I am 50 yeah I'm already dead though that's the thing you say oh yeah you look pretty good for your age. yeah I'm fucking dead I just don't I don't get it and there's like there's more and more trans comics and some of them are funny now hey first of all more and more trans comics that doesn't mean they're funny Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people that claim comedy. I don't know. Somebody told me some time ago, they go, if you don't claim it on your income tax, yeah, you're not really a professional comic. I remember that. Isn't that when the government can tax you, you're validated yeah. as an artist. Yeah. I would think, right? When the man looks at your paintings and goes, I want a piece. Yeah. That's when you're, uh, you know. But then you got these anomalies. Like Tim Dillon, Brian mm-hmm. Holtzman, Joey Diaz. Andrew Schultz. Some people get so successful that you look at it and you're like, God, I want that. And then you're like, and then you forget how good you have it. Oh fuck yeah. I'll Tim tell you that so first funny. trip to South Africa really humbled me. Why? Uh, do you know Koki Falco? No. Uh, like, I think I flew out, I flew in at night. Anyway, the ghettos and the scale of it and re- realizing that there's no plumbing or electricity yeah. for 10 square miles. Everyone's in a tin shack. Mm-hmm. Have you ever been inside a tool shed in the summer? Mm-hmm. It's soul destroying. Yeah. Uh, and the amount of like, not to mention, when you're marginalized to literally like a prehistoric caveman, and there's all these medieval governments, and like they told me, uh, you know, for certain crimes though. They soak a tire in gasoline yeah. and pull it down over your shoulders so you're like this. Yeah. And then they light it up, buddy. Really? 
I think that's for rapists. There's no trial or like board the accused uh, for a crime. With the, that's what I think. Because we go back to uh, you crossing the border and mm-hmm. the, the SS pulling you aside on a whim. Um, being there's repercussions to that, and that's why your career is malicious. Yeah. Because <laughs> those border security people did this. <laughs> it all it goes back. Yeah. But when you start to decompartmentalize that baggage, that's when you get better. Isn't it amazing, like, so many years in, you're still always trying to get better? And usually it's rooted in... You usually get better as a person first. Yeah. And then things kind of spiral out from that. But a lot of people are trying to work backwards. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, I told there's a lot of people that do very well on stage. But off stage, they're terrible people. Mm -hmm. Just the worst. Go get a personality, read a book. Yeah. And I went to school in Hamilton. Yeah, one book. Watch Spot Run. I don't think I read one book in school. Really? Yeah. I think I didn't until after I'd moved to Vancouver and I was soul searching. That's a nice place to live. What's that? That's a nice place to live. Back yeah, then. 93 to 96. Yeah. It was it was a great, uh, best thing I ever did for myself. We were talking about getting out of Canada to chase your dream to where there's actually opportunities. And um, going from Hamilton in the 90s to Vancouver, it may as well have been Narnia for mm-hmm. me. It was just a wild, wild place. So and then, beautiful. Uh, so Gorgeous beautiful. women. I met my first fiance in Vancouver. Hot chicks in Vancouver. Very hot chicks. Yeah. A lot of work though, like LA women. Yeah. There's a lot going on there. They want sushi. Yeah. She had big fake tits, collagen lips. Yeah. I think it's this uh, 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 sugar daddy capital of the world. You know that? There's more whores in those buildings than anywhere in the world. Whores. I'm going to kick the front wheel of this kid's mountain bike and that kid's going to okay. go right in your arms. Give a I saved up. him. It didn't look like you got enough exercise yeah, for the rest of the week, right? Yeah, it is a lot. I was going to sneak off to the gym after this. I'm not doing that now. You could go to my gym right over here. Could. Or we could go eat fucking hamburgers and drink non-alcoholic beer. I got an appointment. I'm going to have to leave as soon as we get back. Dentist? No. I haven't seen my dentist. I missed last year. Uh-oh. And I'm too afraid to get a new dentist. Why? Because I like my dentist. Where is, Where's your old dentist? Uh, back in Toronto? Uh, Bathurst and um, Bloor. You know where that Pizza Pizza is in the corner? Yeah. It's just uh, on the same honest side. Ed's where that used to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anymore, is it? I know. Isn't that wild? What a... What a but look at, first of all, who can dominate that much real estate in downtown Toronto? It was the size of fucking a stadium. Nobody. That My house, house in Toronto would be $4 million. Yeah. Yeah, it's insane. Why? Yeah, the rent or whatever, the land, I don't know what the deed was. I'd love to see the paper trail of that place since it opened. What went there? Condos? Seems like they would be condos. Most likely. Everything. There's no room for anything other than living spaces and business uh toronto's fucked 
can't afford to live in it anymore. And Vancouver is one of the most expensive cities yeah. anywhere. It's like, I don't want to go to fucking northern Ontario. I don't want to go to Thunder Bay to get a peace no. of mind. And it's a, a decent uh, a lifestyle. I'll tell you what I like, Nashville. Oh, yeah? It's like big enough, but it's not ruined yet. Okay. Really a lot of people moved there during there. the pandemic. Yeah, Zanies yeah. is there. Uh, it's great. I love it. Well, Nashville's really nice. Another hour, then we get back. When, uh, <laughs> when I got baked before we left and I just started wondering. That um, must be nice. What, um, what do you got going on? You're always at the stand. I'm at the stand a lot. I don't work at the cellar. Yeah, what is that? Well, you said it like... I auditioned there a few years ago. <laughs> she passed me. You have to audition. Yeah, I know. It's like the store, too. And she passed me, and she wanted me to host, because I used to host a lot. And right about that, yeah, I was yeah, breaking you're a great out. Yeah, I've seen you host at the stand yeah. a lot. And those you bring the crowd up. Right away. Yep. Yeah. All right. I was the best, time, host, motherfuckers. best host in New York City for like a few years. Who comes out of there? She heard that part noise. Did you see that? She yeah, did. yeah. She looked. She looked. How could she hear that with that music? Because I was staring at her hole so hard uh. that the hairs were turning in the opposite direction. And then you said shit yeah. comes out of there. Yeah. <laughs> and my mouth got dry. Yeah. I auditioned. She passed me, but then never gave me spots. And I'm telling you this, it was the closest to suicidal I've ever felt. No. I was so, because you build up the cellar in your mind. Well, yeah, it's like getting spit on by Mitzi Shore. Yeah. And I was like, oh, fuck. So then I was like, all right. And then I got angry about it. And then I'm like, this isn't going to help anything. So then I just forgot about it and decided to get better and better. And now I just don't even touch the place. Yeah. And the stand is, the stand's a better club so far as they support comics. The cellar's got four rooms. They're packed. The, the kill boxes every time, but the stand... It's the first place to bring Louie back, first place to bring yeah. Ari back, and it's like they've always got comics backs. Yeah, well, those guys, they uh, they do love comedy. Yeah. I met them years ago through Giannis. Yeah. And um, they, um, I could see these guys really invested in you guys. Yeah. Um, and those guys... Is it all the way over there? my god <laughs> I fell asleep we were supposed to cross at that bridge there Jesus <laughs> no one likes <laughs> no one uh, I take people for walks you should yeah. have seen fucking those two slobs from Toronto that I had out here that were I'd walk them in the sun it was like 98 out yeah. and they're in track pants and a hoodie yeah. and I walk them for like 5 hours high noon yeah Push them away from the water. Yeah. That's how you... It's you, so hot. There's other ways to kill people. Yeah. Brian just Hatt walk just walking. He's funny, Brian Hatt. I know. I was trying to get Brian to come out here. He's another guy. Yeah. You know, I've, I've made phone calls. Steinberg, I called a little while ago. Yeah. Uh, to say, look at... Remember how funny Sam Easton used to be? Dude, I did a gig for Sam Easton and his gambling buddies. Mm -hmm. Uh, about two months ago here mm -hmm. it was the weirdest thing 
Kevin Herron got turned back at the border because his pardon had expired. Yeah, I was talking to him two weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, he told me. He was, I go, listen, come down and surprise Aaron. He's going to be here. Yeah. Uh, we'll have a little powwow. I thought literally he was going to walk in the door with me uh, and him last night yeah. when we came. So as a surprise, because he goes, I just did that guy's podcast. I go, hey, yeah. they're coming here. So. Boy, he's funny. He's, dude, him, I've always leaned on him to get up. Yeah. You know what I mean? He just never. He's just so never funny. Even enough. now, he's yeah. still, he's still got that, that, that click where he's just, he's, when he, the more upset he is, the more I laugh all yeah. the time. It's comical. There's a sensibility that comics need to have to get to that highest level where just every thought is funny. Yeah. And so few people have it. Yeah. Dan Dunn. Boy, I remember him. Jesus. Jack Norman called him a goof once. Just straight up prison talk. Oh, yeah, I'm from Hamilton. Yeah. That, that's that's not a negotiation. No. That's a fist fight. Yeah. And Dan is a, uh, I don't know, street. I remember we were sitting in front of, we came out of, a, I came out of the fucking uh, uh, brass rail. Mm-hmm. And Dan Dunn was in front of the big slice. Mm-hmm. And I go, Dan, let's get some no, pizza. No, you must have been at Zanzibar then. Yes. Yes. It was Zanzibar, uh, which I heard closed. And Dan and I are sitting in front of the Big Slice on the stoop on a Friday or Saturday, late night. And Dan's wearing coveralls with no shirt and some sort of boots. Yeah. And these uh, Middle Eastern guys walk by. And Dan looks up at them and goes... And the one guy just fucking... And Dan stands up, throws a slice of pizza in the ground, pulls his straps off, and starts right. He goes, I will bite your fucking nose off. Yeah. And his friend's pulling away. I'll fucking kill you. Yeah. And I'm sitting there. I'm like, he's going to bite your friend's nose off. Yeah. <laughs> that is not halal. Dan can move, though. Can he's he? got that Chris Farley gene. Yeah. And he was, he was a, a wrestling kid in high school. I didn't know that. He showed me a picture where he looked like a young Sam Kennison. Dan always looked like a bullfrog on its hind legs, though. Mm-hmm. Drugs. He loved drugs, huh? Yeah. He's not dead. He's not? No. What's he doing now? <laughs> Living in a van down by the river? Yeah. He's got a Winnebago that got T-boned by a cement truck. <laughs> he <laughs> he was that it. around. He was in it sleeping. Yeah, yeah, no, but he was, some guy did drive into his uh, camper truck, Jesus whatever. Christ. But I think they raised some money and some guy fixed, pulled out all the panels and stuff for him. Yeah, he pumped. I love when they, the comics that really have only been around for a couple years and Dan Dunn strolls into the room. They have no idea what's yeah. about to happen. Well, I'd love to see him. Yeah, I Glenn Foster, remember him? Yeah, of course. Yeah. I see Glenn's out and about. Yeah, causing trouble. Doing native jokes. Is that what it is? Yeah. Oh, is it 4th of July today? Yeah. Oh, so this guy's actually running with a, an American flag. Yeah, like, God bless gonna him. going to win it. Yeah. This guy's actually the American flag. Happy 4th. Thanks. Good chat. Yeah, I guess. I saw a guy laying flat down. I thought he was looking for his contacts, but it was he was dead from yeah. heat stroke. <laughs> another, when are you gonna be back in Austin? Are you gonna come do the Canada Day show next year for seven people? Maybe. Is that how many show up? Uh, last year it was packed. Who else is on? 
I couldn't get the people I wanted, so I'm going with Jared. No, no Smothers Brothers. <laughs> no Smothers Brothers. Smith and Smith. Yeah. <laughs> hey, listen. Red Green. That guy made a fucking ton of yeah. money. He came to school one time. What about John Doerr? John's living in like Alaska with a uh, a lady and her uh, his her child. Oh boy. Yeah, he was. I think he was around a little while ago. Very funny. Very funny guy. Didn't like to follow me. Well, you're a little crass. Yeah. John is a, he's more of a Steve Martin. Mm-hmm. Where you're more of a Don Knotts. Mm-hmm. Well, all right, Andy. Remember <laughs> when you used to do that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then you flick a cigar in a lady's face. I've seen, um, what's his name do that? Bob Zuda uh, as uh, Tony Clifton. Bob Zamuda. Bob Zamuda. Bob Zamuda. They were doing, they had a week of Clifton shows at the store. Yeah. And he, he came out with Horse and the band and he does songs and stuff. And I also, Paul, Paul Provence's Green Room. Yeah. He broke in with a couple of Horse. But that motherfucker flicks a lit cigarette. Yeah. Hot heater. Yeah. Right at this fucking people's face. Like, he goes right for your face yeah. every time. Yeah. It's wild. And it's just accepted as part of the show. Yeah. I want to get to a level where I can flip lit cigarettes at my fans. Maybe you're already there and you don't know it. Well, you've got a series of, uh, are you, are you ever Dash uh, Gas Digital? Yeah. What are you doing there? You got like on six podcasts? Or I got like one podcast. I downsized. One. I used to do four, five shows a week yeah, with I know. Compound Media. <laughs> I left because I felt like uh, it was time to move on. That was not easy. I walked away from a living, man. I was making a really good living. Mm. I did not have to worry about money. And uh, I just felt like felt my partner you wouldn't have got into comedy if you're trying to make a living now let's be honest right? my partner needed help my partner really struggles with alcohol and i said Who your partner that i used to do the podcast oh i thought with. you're talking about your wife no, i'm like no, she's not my partner. i'm not gay i thought you were kind and of i said i go but you jacked off for guys yeah that's gay for pay that's gay the gay it starts with gay <laughs> no it's, what if i said pay for gay and it starts with pay. It's it's half All right. queer. Well, he the I half said half full queer. I said you gotta get some help. Or I can't work with you. And he said no. I'll do this and this, but I'm not getting help. So that went on for a while, and of course it came back around. And I just said, that was a hard done. decision for you to make, but an easy one for him because he's an alcoholic. Right. He's completely disappointed. His partnerships. And relationships life. consistently, yeah. and that's what alcoholics do. Yeah. So I left. Uh, so now I'm at gas. I do one podcast a week. The numbers are doubling monthly. And it's more, you know, the last show I did in hot water was so funny. I think it was the funniest show anywhere. But it was behind a paywall. So, you know, only a few thousand people saw it. I think it. I did it. You might have. Is that the one with Gino? Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, it just wouldn't, it wasn't expanding. You know, if they, if they would have done Gas's model, which is put censored clips out on YouTube and then be like, hey, subscribe to see the full thing, it would have blown up. And it was around before the blaze. It didn't have a loving touch. No. Oh, man. No, that's exactly If it had that 10% more that you needed to kind of push it over the rim. Yeah. But uh, you know, it, 
as well as I do that uh, people they provide places for you to do what you do they kind of come and go and you consistently do your thing do what you do yeah and there's a bird huh? Birds, not birds, birds. Is bird short for anything? No. Get another pack or two of hot dogs on your way back? Why? Get a pack. You wanna just put your dick in a Ziploc bag and I'll send them a picture? Oh, I'm getting horny. Yeah, me too. Why don't you go ask her if she wants to have sex when she's done fucking wait for This is what happens when you're married is that your single friends, you put them in terribly sabotage yeah. romantic, like, go ask that chick that's way better than yeah. you to fuck in the bathroom. Yeah. And they go, and they go, it didn't work. And you're yeah. like, better <laughs> you than I'm me, loser. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, got <laughs> I don't pussy. have that problem. I got pussy scheduled in three and a half weeks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess, because you're working off, literally you can throw your watches out the window because now you're on baby time. Yeah. For 18 years. And then that's it. Yeah, that's cool. Look, first of all, you'll be 70. Mm-hmm. And uh, you'll still have something going on. Hopefully yeah, you don't retire from this. No. And look, it, you know, when I had seen those 100-year George Burns performances, I nowhere near want to be doing stand-up when I'm 100 years old, but I'd like to see the benchmark yeah. of like, okay, you can do this for 100 years. Yeah. And um, Rickles, yeah. I took my going. mother to see Rickles of Hamilton. I'm sad I never got to see him. I, it's one of those things, like Johnny Cash is yeah. another one. You know what I mean? I saw Carlin and it was disappointing. Really? We, I went with Jack Norman. We paid a hundred bucks a ticket. Did Alan Park go to that one too? I don't know. Because Park had come back and he said in the first two minutes he said it smelled like a sardine's cunt and all the white hairs walked out. Yeah. But it wasn't that good. Not good. He had notes on stage. You know, in a theater with 2,000 people. Working off of notes. And you're just like, uh, the opener was some horrible road hack. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't good. Best show, one of the best shows I ever saw was Dick Gregory at Caroline's. When I first moved to New York. And I was like, wow. And then... How about Attell on Christmas at Caroline's? Attell is amazing. I did a you summer... You get spoiled, though. You've been spoiled. I did a summer of shows like with years? Attell. Yeah. Where every night we'd go... During COVID, we'd go outside together for 40 minutes on stage and just fuck around. And it was the funniest I'd been. He's so... He's so fucking fast and so funny. What's his name? David Attell. <laughs> no, the other guy you were saying... Oh, Dick Gregory. Yeah. But I've I went back to it. see him a few years later, and they announced them, and no one came out. And they're like, oh, all right, maybe take a minute. And like seven minutes later, he came out, and he's like, hey, I had an accident. And I guess he like shit himself waiting to come on. Like, who's that old? Oh. So you don't want to get to that point. Yeah. You kind of, do you lose the stage when you're incontinent? Is that like you're fired? You gotta ask. Uh, if you shit yourself on the job, you can't do. What the was job. his name? What was the guy that did it Horowitz. in Canada? Larry Horowitz. Yeah. I don't know why you were even searching sandwiches. for the name. Yeah. You know exactly who yeah, did that. Larry Horowitz. And Poor Larry he wrapped died. His, wrapped his blazer around his waist and went back on. 
Well, that was... You want to hear the, the, the front of that? Yeah. Outdoor... Uh, like some outdoor um, arts festival in Barrie, in a tent, mm -hmm. to do a corporate. Well, they had a big plastic bowl of Caesar salad. Yeah. They had been sitting in the sun, like hot Caesar salad. Yeah. And Larry gets there late and misses the food. They say, well, there's this big bowl of Caesar salad, <laughs> but it's been in the sun all day. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Larry's like, let me handle this. <laughs> eats it well Larry also has a bit where he would put the um, a blood pressure thing around his neck mm -hmm. in the doctor's room and pump it and make his face turn red uh, as a closer yeah and uh, when he did that <laughs> he shit his pants yeah and when I say shit his pants he shit his pants on stage yeah he was standing there and it's a tent so the winds blowing through the tent Larry just gurgles his drawers up <laughs> with a, just a pillowcase full of horseshit yeah and the tent is like, people are, whoo, that's not horse shit. Yeah. That's Larry shit. Yeah. And he bolts from the stage. I'll be right back. Mm -hmm. Takes off his dress shirt, wipes himself up, goes back, yeah, with his blazer on and it, around his waist yeah. and his undershirt on, yeah. a wife beater doing a show it's like 87 of yeah. <laughs> you just ate six pounds of spoiled mayonnaise and lettuce <laughs> total salmonella spreader um yeah larry liked to eat yeah you know i heard stories of him going to all eat sushi place and just literally sitting there all day yeah and then people would say the moral of the story was you always do your time <laughs> yeah he was, you know, look, he was one of the original, what, eight? Yeah. Kenny Robinson. Yeah. Who um, else? Oh, the other oh, uh, black Jim McAleese. And yeah, yeah um, um. I can't remember. There was a few. There was a few. You'd see the old promo mm -hmm. in the office, and you were like, wow, look at these fucking guys. Yeah. And then you'd run into them and go, I'm fucked. Yeah. I'm way better than this. <laughs> gotta I gotta out get out. I gotta get out. You ever take the wife and kids across Canada? Sure. No, we're gonna get an RV and shoot yeah. something. Like go drive across. Hold me, do that. And um, how old's your child? Six. Should Four? be five. Yeah. Five. Yeah, it'd be nice to be before you're like ten years old get into a car with you because after 10 you're really not having it yeah. you're starting to move to teenager I don't want to hang out with these losers yeah. my parents suck blah 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 but when they're younger like that they'll actually appreciate a long highway drive into the wilderness cut through Lake Louise and all that shit up all you Banff go. yeah even through the Maritimes a lot mm -hmm. of people sleep on that coast but it's fucking PEI it's gorgeous beautiful beautiful Ooh. beautiful it's just that the French the French. <laughs> anyway, oh hey, this guy's got a camera too. Yeah. His podcast is called Why I Don't Kill Myself. Well, on that note, thanks for being on the show, Aaron. Thanks for having me. Another 25 minutes back to the place. We got 13 more days of walk here. Holy smokes. And um, where can people find you? Uh, on what registry? On Twitter at Aaron Comedy, Instagram at Aaron Comedy. My YouTube channel's up. 
And uh, yeah, I do comedy all the time in New York City. I'm always yeah. at the stand or Gotham. Those are the places. Let's go dip in this batshit filled river and clean off. Thanks for watching, everybody. He's just a roustabout.